backstage with Mothership on Solid Rock Radio begins now. Hear the best in new music, artist interviews, stories from the road, and more. You are now backstage, and here's your host, Mothership. Okay, so Josiah, tell me a little bit about what it was like winning a Grizzly Award this year. Oh my goodness. Well, it was uh, obviously quite the honor. Um, you know, it's 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 really cool just to see everything going on in Grizzly World, and I was just so impressed by the professionalism and legitimacy that just for being year one, it it seemed like you know Grizzly Awards was already in its in its stride, um, even with the uh, you know last minute changes because of COVID. Uh, so I was just first of all just yeah marveling at the uh, presentation of it all, and so to be one of the winners was. Yeah, very cool, very honored, um, and obviously it's 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 a passion of mine to to write uh, songs in this world in this genre, and I love getting to do it. And uh, as I said in my acceptance video, it's just um, you know for me that the priority is to just keep elevating the quality of this style, this genre. Um, and, and so to, to win that award was, was very special for me just because I've, you know, it's, it's always just nice to, 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 to see some, uh, recognition for that kind of thing. And, and, um, and yeah, but obviously doing it for the sake of, uh, all the artists and all the, the songs in, in, in this genre. So it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Well, uh, for those of you that don't know, he won best songwriter of the year. And he was also up for producer and best guitarist, which you could have swept, you know, oh. all of those categories <laughs> easily. <laughs> no, but, I definitely you know, the, did not deserve uh, any guitar recognition. Andrew, well, Andrew uh, definitely deserved uh, all well, that. <laughs> well, Andrew is a superb guitarist. But I tell you what, yes. you're a great showman as well. I love Thank to watch you, you play. Well, um, that's that's what I tell people, too, is like, honestly, my like the way I see myself is performer and, um, you know, kind of presenter of the showmanship and all that and guitarist is like a secondary thing that i do uh, you know that's kind of the way i look at it and and same in the studio it's like i use guitar as a tool for the stuff i'm producing and the stuff i'm writing but to me it's just a means to get to uh a song an emotion you know something like that so um i definitely don't see myself as like a pure guitarist um in, in a certain sense if that makes sense um whereas like andrew stanton for sure like that dude loves the guitar and and practices the guitar every day and is always perfecting that craft, uh, which I super admire. That's why I think it's really been fun being in a band with him and writing our records together is because we have different kind of approaches um, to, to the guitar as an instrument. Um, so anyway, that's just me praising him for his kind of just craftsmanship. But yeah, for me, I'm, I'm definitely more interested in in the performance and the production, if that makes sense. Oh, it does make sense, and uh, I'm going to hear more about that in a minute. But I just wanted to just dip back into time. I uh, yeah. know that your your first band, I believe it was your first band, was Philmont, right? I mean, my first band that actually meant anything. <laughs> I, you know, I had a couple <laughs> of had a couple of bands in high school that were you know not serious, uh, but uh, Philmont was yes my my first band where everyone in the band was committed and serious, and we ended up getting yeah a major record deal and and being uh, the last. Christian pop punk band on earth. <laughs> I was going to say that style, you know, I went back and listened to a couple of songs and I was like, well, okay. Josiah looks like he's five. And yeah. these, <laughs> how old were you? 
Well, I mean, when our album came out on EMI, I was, I think, 20, um, 20 or 21, maybe. And uh, okay. and yeah, we got signed when I was 19. Um, so, yeah, super young, super naive. Um, I've been telling I tell those stories a lot because it's to, to, to artists that I'm working with. I'll, I'll kind of relate because I'm like, hey, I, I know what it was like uh, to be the kind of, you know, up and coming artist and not really knowing X, Y, and Z about how, uh, to be a band and how to, to work in the industry and all those kind of things. So it's been, it was super valuable, uh, experience for me. And, and yeah. And so we were, yeah, pop punk band that I, I still look back and, and really appreciate, uh, those times. Uh, but we were kind of late to the game when it came to the style and the genre. Um, it was kind of becoming less cool by the time we got signed. And so then by the time our album came out, it was even later. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Fast forward now. Tell me about The Ranch. Some people may not know you're doing this. Sure, yeah. So The Ranch is my studio, and I produce and write music for other artists. And, you know, I do a lot of stuff here, really. I mean, those are the two main things, but I also, you know, just do, like, guitar session stuff for, for other artists and whatever needs to be done in, in the production and, and, and music creation world. Um, so I've been doing that since I moved to Nashville, really, which was um, six years ago. And I, I've just kind of been growing it from the ground up ever since then. And really the last year or so is when I've really been able to like, I would say do it in a full-time capacity, which is uh, fantastic timing because right now, you know, uh, no one's touring. So exactly. I, uh, I, I've been able to fill my, fill my schedule with sessions and, you know, doing records for bands. And so it's been a huge, uh, it's been what, you know, what I've wanted to do for a while uh, in conjunction with live performance and disciple stuff. So it's, it's, you know, it's not a replacement for that by any means, but it is awesome. And I consider it a huge, blessing that I've been able to keep busy with music during this time, uh, uncertain times, as they say. <laughs> That's for sure. And I know uh, a lot of the artists appreciate your seasoned uh, advice. Can you share with us a few of the artists that you're working with? Yeah. So I, I right now, like I'm thinking about, okay, so in post-production or I'm thinking about like, the next thing that'll come out, which is I think Fireflight. Um, I did a full album um, with Fireflight producing and writing and very excited about that. They haven't had a new album in, I think, five or six years. And yeah, so we had an amazing time making that. And I think that uh, fans of rock music are going to be stoked about it. You know, they kind of uh, diverted a little bit towards a more electronic pop sound um, on their last full length. And this time around, and I think part of the reason they kind of came to the ranch and wanted to work here is just to get back to just a huge rock sound. And that's what we did. So, um, really excited about that. I'm not exactly sure when it's dropping, but it's pretty soon. Um, so just keep, keep your eyes on their social media. Uh, then I'm also right now in the middle of a EP for Cutlass, um, which is also, um, kind of a, uh, return to form, uh, for them that rock fans will appreciate. Um, they are being very intentional about wanting to, you know, write some big heavy riffs again, which has been a while for them since they've nice. kind of focused on that. And, um, so that's been awesome. They're great friends that we've toured with a lot over the years. Um, so that's a lot of fun. And then, you know, always doing writing sessions. And, and like I was saying, uh, before we started the interview, I've had Zana in here this week. Um, we've got a couple songs we're working on, 
And then also Disciple has a few songs coming out in the coming months that are tag-ons almost to our Love Letter Killshot album. So they're going to fall under the umbrella of Love Letter Killshot Deluxe Edition. So um, three songs that are that you know me and Andrew co-produced, and those will be coming out in the coming months as well. So a bunch of stuff. There's a, there's a band called The Midnight Wedding I'm super excited about. We wrote and produced a whole oh, album yeah. um, for them, so it's their debut album, really, and they should have a single coming out real soon, and uh, they're kind of going to do, I think they're going to do a lot of singles leading up to an album, so uh, that's a husband and wife who have oh. very cool, distinct voices, and uh, I'm really excited about that record, too. We're going to talk a little bit now uh, about Disciple. Cool. You wear a lot of hats in Disciple. Yeah, I love them. You know, you don't have to fix your hair. You know, you can just wear a hat and just yeah. call it a day. That's right. <laughs> Where's Joey when you need a rim shot, right? I know. So uh, you're a writer. You do background vocals. You do guitar. You're class clown. Um, yes. Yes. Proudly. <laughs> of... Proudly the dunce. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fine connoisseur of dad jokes and puns. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How long have you been with them now? Uh, my first show was end of summer 2012, so coming up on eight years. Um, great. Which is wild, I know. It's wild. <laughs> uh, I've, I've now, I think I've been in, I mean, no, this is not going to matter to anybody else, but me saying this is like crucial to me because I've now been in Disciple longer than I was in Philmont. To me, like I started that, I started Philmont with some friends and, you know, I saw it to its end. And so like an entire band's lifespan, I've now surpassed that just in Disciple. And yet I've only been in Disciple for a third of the band's history. Probably were familiar with Disciple already, Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, well, the way I got in, you know, introduced to them was a good buddy of mine named Matt Arcaney, who uh, is a great producer and mixer here in town, who was kind of mentored me over the years in, in that world. He was co-producing um, the Horseshoes and Hand Grenades album and the Oh God Save Us All album for Disciple. He, you know, recommended me for a spot when they needed somebody. So, yeah, it was kind of it was definitely out of the blue. But I, I had always watched Disciple at festivals. So, like, whenever my band Philmont would play festivals, it was always a priority for me and the guys to go watch a Disciple set because we always knew that they were going to slay and they just had had a reputation for just being a great show to watch and um we never got to tour with them or anything but whenever we were at festivals together i would always make sure to go watch disciple because i just thought they were so sick what are a few songs that people recognize immediately that disciple um has put out that you've had a hand in writing uh well what's cool about our last album is really it was a team effort all the way around everyone kind of was pouring into each song and contributing which is a, a really great feeling but i would say the ones on the last album that i was most involved in would be like cuff the criminal panic room uh play to win and that and then on the album before that along with the rebels there was a uh, erase secret weapon god is with us and then on attack before that i would say the name and scarlet were were kind of the ones that i had the most hand in that grouping would be the ones that i would have maybe the strongest identity of mine all favorites of mine thank you i just love the writing and i like the heavy you know i like the heavy stuff i've told you that before just for a couple of minutes your live concert events you've been putting on i think a yeah. lot of bands may be watching that formula and thinking yeah. that might be a way to go and y'all i think pulled them off very successfully thank you yeah so i mean i think it was just a no brainer for us at one point where we had all these tour dates in the spring it was supposed to be the love letter kill shot tour for the for the album and we had this you know set list planned we had the whole show planned all the production and then we only got you know four dates into it and then 20 ish you know got canceled so for us the thought process was more about we need to let the people who wanted to see this show see this show because you know at the time we were thinking we'd be back at it by summer and at summertime we're gonna be playing festivals and 
we're not going to be playing this tour set list. And so right, you'll just have a little short set list. Yeah, yeah. Shorter set list, more of a hits set list for festivals. So, you know, for us, we care so deeply about the people like yourself and so many others who come to disciple shows, uh, you know, time after time throughout the years. We're always thinking about those people first and foremost when we're planning our shows, because we want to make it exciting and rewarding for people to come back to shows, you know, and, and what's great about Disciple is there's such a big catalog that we can kind of reinvent the show every, you know, four to five months and and never run out of ideas. With that being said, we, we had this show and we were like, man, there's all these cities we we're supposed to go to, all these people who bought tickets that were wanting to see this show. We want to give it to them. And so we started talking with, you know, people in our in our circles and Joel Burris, as you know, uh, mm-hmm. our video friend who is just a treasure. We, we, we got with him, figured out the logistics. We rented a space in downtown Nashville and we kind of just dove headfirst into it, started selling tickets. And we were like, we'll figure out the rest. Let's just get the event uh, booked and start selling tickets and then see what happens after that uh so we really didn't know so was how, it like a yeah. group effort y'all just all came together and said what can we do how can we do yes. it or yeah it was definitely just you know really me, me joey and kevin you know just kind of talking and brainstorming and saying like we need to play this show and like film it and stream it just figured out the technical side with joey and joshua our, uh, our front of house engineer man it went off swimmingly and we learned a lot of lessons that we got to implement on this most recent live stream as far as just the front end kind of preparation and stuff you know really it's it's very attainable for anyone to do i mean we we had the benefit of having a truss and LED wall and backdrop, so we're kind of able to like control the look from top to bottom. But really, it was not as hard as you would think. Take someone with the right cameras and the right streaming equipment. For to us, me, it was it seems all like the back end, the uh, planning of it, and the selling of the tickets and the the mm-hmm. merch and all the you know the promotion. As I'm sitting here wearing my uh, lockdown <laughs> T-shirt, you can't Yay. see. It. But uh, the whole marketing thing was brilliantly pulled off. Clap, Thank clap. You. So, Thank you. Um, well, you know, it's all about just using our talented friends. You know. Jared Bramlett from the protest is an incredible designer. Yes, and so we knew like, hey, we got this idea. We, we want to call it Love Letter Lockdown, which I did think of that. And uh, and and th- that worked out really well. But um, he just took it and ran with it and had that design. It's amazing. And then we have great people all over in our circles that kind of handle the different tasks that we can delegate and then we're just kind of able to focus on making the show great and making sure that people know about it it's just for again for us it's all about just doing what people want you know what i mean like we just want the people who support us the people who like our music we just want to do whatever we can to make them feel awesome and to give them the most rewarding experience as disciple listeners I think what I'm seeing is uh, you guys are really heavy on your social media you listen to your fans Yes. And you take cues from them as yes. to what they want. Yes. And you're very quick to respond. Thank you. And it's a great model for other bands to look at. I'm sure that if they had any questions, they could ask you, right? Absolutely. I'm on Facebook. You can message me on Facebook or Instagram, uh, Josiah Prince. Yeah, I love like sharing that kind of advice because to, to me, it's like I don't, I don't see any reason to be secretive about our methods. To me, it's like I want, again, kind of like the songwriting thing. Like I want to see bands that are in this world. I want to see them all elevate and succeed and Amen. thrive. Uh, so that's yeah. what I'm about. If somebody was interested in having you do some production or writing yeah. with you or something, yep. should they just reach out to you on Facebook also? Facebook or Instagram is great. That's where we all are. So, you know, just uh, that's that's where I'm going to see stuff. Slip into and, your uh, DMs. Is that what sl- you're saying? Sl- slide into the DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free. <laughs> All right. So my last question for you is what is your favorite road snack? Man, I mean, I, I would say the thing I eat the most is a cliff Bar, a peanut butter cliff Bar, um, usually for breakfast because it's just like 
non-perishable and we just have a bunch of them uh to be honest it's kind of hard to remember what the road is like right now uh <laughs> it's the really road? sad what is that i know i know right um <laughs> no i mean okay. i love i love eating cereal i love uh you know oh these little starbucks double shot little cans i love those yeah I'll- thank you so much for coming on thanks for having me we'll get back with you again later I appreciated Josiah Prince of Disciple talking with me this week. Next week, we will have Jerob Bramblett, and he will talk with us about the protest, the new design studio launch with his brother Josh, and lots of great music. Thanks for coming by, and stay tuned. There's more great music tonight, all night long. This show should be replayed at 4 a.m. Eastern Time and will be added to the Solid Rock Radio website archive and SoundCloud next week. I pray you have a wonderful week, and remember... Be kind to one another.